Hello, David Zeritsky for the Bond Experience podcast. Hope you're doing well and welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about a subject that's near and dear to my heart and uh, probably yours as well and you may not even realize it and that is how do you shoehorn James Bond into your life? And, and it sounds... It sounds like an aggressive conversation already. It does. You know, the very definition of shoehorning is to, 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 to force fit it in. You know, to get it in there, you need a device. You've got to push that foot in there. The sock's too thick. I don't know what's going on. Is the shoe too small? Who knows if it's swollen because of the heat? But damn it, I'm going to get that foot into that shoe. I need a shoehorn. How do you, how do you fit Bond into an ever-expanding and busy world, a busy life. And this part is not about time management. I've done podcasts, I've done videos on time management. No, this is, this is about other people in your life. And we've got to talk about significant others. Now, I'm in a very unique and highly unusual situation, even for a Bond fan. If you took a room full of 100 Bond fans, I I have a unique situation, even out of those Bond fans, never mind normal human beings. And that is the fact that I have a Bond channel. I'm constantly creating content. I'm going to these locations and these events. Sometimes I'm even hosting them. So I'm incredibly active in the world of Bond and the Bond community. So there are side effects from that. And the side effects are felt by a few people. Um, number one, me. My side effect, obviously, is pure enjoyment. You know, I do this because I love this. I don't do this for any other reason other than absolute sheer escapism, enjoyment, therapy. <laughs> it's my hobby. It's a wonderful distraction. And it, it, it makes me happy. It brings me joy. There are other side effects for other people. And I'll talk about Danielle, my wife. Um, she has some of the side effects of she gets to go to different locations, um, have some wonderful food and experiences that are incredibly unique, meet some wonderful people. Those are the good ones. Those are easy for me, right? But if I'm being transparent with you, there are other side effects like a lot of James Bond activity, a lot of James Bond fans, a lot of James Bond focus, as I walk around my, my uh, walkout basement collection area and see all the artifacts. This is uh, where I'm doing my podcast right now. I'm walking around getting some exercise, but I'm also seeing all this, you know, what, what many people would say is clutter. It's my collection. I feel good about it. Looks nice to me and to other Bond fans. But I also realize to my wife, for example, she comes down here and although she's incredibly uh, tolerable, tolerant with this, and she's given me sort of my space in the house to sort of own, I'm sure she sees things, just dust collectors and things. And, you know, it's not the cleanest of areas from a smooth standpoint. I mean, it's clean, meaning cleanliness, but there's stuff about, you've seen my collection probably. The other thing is when we go to events, it can be a lot you know, it, it, it could be a lot of people. It could be people who know Danielle through the videos, but Danielle doesn't know them. And although I love 
being gregarious and shaking hands, that's not for everyone. You know, it's, it could be, it could be very cla- claustrophobic, for want of a better word, from a from a personal standpoint. So, these type of side effects. The one I want to talk to you right now, because I'm heading to a wonderful vacation with Danielle. We're heading to Spain. And we didn't pick Spain because of James Bond. There's no James Bond event going on. There's no gatherall. There's no opening. Uh, we're not going there for the channel. We're going there because we've always wanted to visit Spain. And we're going to some wonderful places. Now, we happen to be in our adventures in Spain going to places where they did film bomb. Cadiz, uh, for Die Another Day, that was the Alvarez Clinic. Um, Havana, Cuba, doubled for. And uh, the Rock of Gibraltar, which you know from the Living Daylights, PTS, <coughs> excuse me, the MI6 training scene. By the way, I don't edit these things. That's why you're going to hear a cough in your ear. And it's like you're sitting in front of me having breakfast or whatever. Yeah, this is how we roll. But the the side effects to all this is that, you know, Danielle, I think, was extremely excited, as, as was I, quite frankly, that this isn't a Bond thing. You know, I don't have to be on. I can just, you know, lower my hair and relax. But my relaxation in my world, in my life, is my hobby. That is my escapism. So the fact that we're going to be at two Bond locations compels me to whip out my camera possibly my selfie stick, a little bit of my GoPro type stuff and, and, and make a video or two about James Bond in Spain, probably just one, you know, we'll, we'll pull them all together and just capture some of this and then share it as a video for all of you because I, I'm an entertainer. I mean, I really do want to entertain. I'm like that person that creates a play on, on, off Broadway, if you will. And if nobody comes, it's a little bit of sadness. You know, I, I try not to think about the numbers, but I am trying to do infotainment, a little bit of information, a little bit of entertainment, mix them together. And there you go. I'm a performer. So I, I need and want to create and perform. Now, the side effect getting back to this and shoehorning bond into my life is that I've got to be incredibly thoughtful about my significant other because what I don't want to do is turn those days that we're in those two areas into James Bond days. You know, I I don't want to do the bait and switch where suddenly, suddenly, um, you know, it's just turning into, uh, hey, you know what? I need to line up this shot. I need to get this corner. Um, Here, honey, hold the mojito or, you know, honey, you know, walk out of the ocean. she She would probably have me walk out of the ocean like, jinx and grab a mojito from her but but those are the type of things that i've got to be very sensitive to so part of shoehorning is that i'm probably going to film these things a little bit on the sly or hey you know what for the next <coughs> 10 minutes let me set the expectations and this is this is 90 percent of it in my relationship with danielle is setting the expectations early you know not not having this big surprise of guess what I'm meeting 25 Bond fans in Spain and we're going to this bar for 16 hours and yay, we're going to quote Bond films. That's blindsiding. That's sabotage. You know, I hear Admiral Ackmar going, it's a trap. And it is. I mean, those are the things that you've got to be sensitive about. So shoehorning James Bond into your life is not about a surprise. 
And it's not about this, you know, whipping out and blindsiding somebody. That that just blows up in your face. So what I've done is, you know, I've, I've said lightly, gently, and not with a lot of pomp and circumstance, because then it looks like you're defending yourself. Hey, you know, I probably am going to, you know, do a video or two, but you won't even know what's happening. And it's true. You know, she won't have to hold the camera. I'm going to do it myself. It'll probably be on a selfie stick and me just getting some B-roll and putting it together like that. So it's, you know, it's not going to be my Cecil, Cecil B. DeMille type video, but it'll be fun. It'll be pithy. It'll be funny. I have a couple of ideas of the approach I want to take, but some of it may be done in the morning. Even before she gets up, I like to work out. I'm going to try to work out as much as possible. You know, my soft goal is to come back in better shape than how I got there. <laughs> we'll see how that is with paella. Mm, paella. But what I'm also going to focus on is how much can I shoehorn bond <coughs> even before Danielle's awake? And I do that in my home life. I do much of my bond content creation research even sometimes editing before anybody's awake. That's why I wake up early in the morning. So from a time perspective of when I do my bond thing to being sensitive and thoughtful about setting expectations, those are two really important ways to quote-unquote shoehorn bond. A third one that I've got to kind of mention here is bringing bond into your world with your significant other that is not the level of Bond fan you are, is to do it in a very invisible Bond way. You know, having a mojito at the beach, you know, in Cadiz, for example, is a Bond moment. My gosh, it's a Bond moment. But although a, a very savvy spouse like Danielle will obviously, obviously see through that, it's a very subtle way. It's not sitting there quoting die another day. You're, you're creating your own experience in your head that you can hold on to, but you also don't talk, need to talk about it ad nauseum. You don't need to take 50 pictures. You don't need to do a video like I probably will. You could just enjoy the moment. You can hang on to the memory because these bond moments are really, the highest percentage is actually in your head. It's emotional. It's a psychological connection rather than a physical connection to anything bond. So if you go in with that, you can really find bond moments almost anywhere. You don't have to go to someplace exotic like Spain. You could go anywhere in the world. You could go nowhere in the world and find those moments to shoehorn bond without the, the onerous, you know, sometimes abrasiveness of your significant other saying, ugh, Bond again? I mean, that's why we watch Bond movies, you know, in a not, not a 24-hour, seven days a week type thing, like some of us might want to. It's probably too much. But we find the right moment. And it's a celebratory moment. And, and I think that our significant others that <coughs> respect our passion for Bond, our love for the James Bond franchise, um, are extremely forgiving of that. And even beyond forgiving, they appreciate it. I think that deep down, our significant under, others understand that these things, these moments make us happier people. They, they help us stave off the melancholy that can creep in, in our world, in our profession, in what we do. And with the stresses and pressures, we need that escapism. So truly, 
having a conversation with your spouse, why you are so engaged, why you're so focused on James Bond is a way to shoehorn it in because then hopefully they will appreciate that these Bond moments, they're important to you. They're not the most important thing, but they're important to deflate some of the angst in your life. And isn't that great? I mean, (laughs) James Bond as a vice, there are worse vices out there. There are worse ways to expel your stress. This isn't that bad. And I think a discussion like that is incredibly helpful. So there you go. Some ways to shoehorn James Bond into your life. And, you know, now at the end of this podcast, I could probably say that it really isn't about shoehorning. It's more about seamlessly integrating James Bond into your life. And here's a few of those techniques. All right, I'll leave you to it. I got to get, I got to get on a plane. (laughs) This has been David Zeritsky for The Bond Experience. We'll see you all real soon. Take care.